coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 226. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews and the Hammer in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, you two. We're burning up down here. <laughs> well, she's broken. I, I keep having to take my glasses off and wipe, the, wipe them off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hot. Yeah, it's not too bad here. We we've summer has returned. We had a bit of rain, and uh, we're back to normal. But I I hear you guys may be getting a bit of a tail end of a hurricane, though. Yeah, you know we could actually use the rain. Yeah. Not, so I'm not so it. sad about that. Yeah. It, it's it's dry. We're kind of in a drought right now. I mean, not a, not a long term drought, but a, a little short drought, and it's dry. It's yeah. dry, and I'm tired of watering. An August swoon. Yeah, good. It's, it's yeah, really that way by our time. And I will say that the schools have opened today. Oh, okay. Um, some hmm. opened last week. Um, COVID is absolutely running rampant. The very first weekend at MSU before anyone ever went to class, 130 cases. Wow. Wow. So, um, just to let you know, in case you've been worried, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden get COVID tested every single day. Okay. I wonder how long they have to wait for results. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they're doing that nose thing. I wouldn't want that done every day. You know where they stick that thing way far up your nose? Oh, yeah. I hope they're able to do that, you know, the cheek deal. I well. just want to know the doctor that makes the house call to Joe's house. <laughs> All the way down to the base? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, a guy that the doctor makes house calls down is worth his weight in gold, right? <laughs> That's true. That's true. There you go. But, on the other hand, um, the Democratic Convention closed up last week. Okay. Um, the nominee is Joe Biden, and his running mate is Kamala Harris. Now, there's a lot of argument as to who's actually running for president there. <laughs> but uh, we'll leave that story for another day, because yesterday the Republican Convention started. Okay. And it has already been determined that Trump is the candidate. So yeah, Sh shocker there. I tell you what, though, he did a fabulous thing. He put out an outline for his second term ag agenda. Okay. It is one page outline. Perfect. And we're going to go through a few of these things. Um, I, I mean, back way back when Romney won. When Romney won, gosh, Romney never won. No, <laughs> that was like some Freudian thing. Yeah. Um, his was seven thousand pages. Okay? Wow! And <laughs> you gotta know, love him or hate him, everything on this agenda, Trump will give it hell trying to do. We know that from his first term. Um, I assume that, like most things, the his supporters will love it. Um, the Democrats will hate it. He plans to create 10 million new jobs in 10 months. Whoa. Huh. Um, on the heels of um, COVID, I, I think that's that's doable. That is doable if, because look at 
just um, if he does the infrastructures like he's talking about doing, right. which the Dems cannot vote against because they'll just get annihilated. That and if he can just get the COVID vaccines where the restaurants can open back up. See, that'll put a lot of people back to Exactly. You know, and, and uh, de Blasio will maybe get shot. Just kidding. <laughs> so, they yeah, up, so they can uh, open up the restaurants in New York City. You know, that's that's not far-fetched. That number seems impossible, but it's not. No, and, you know, de Blasio is saying they're not going to open restaurants in New York City until 2021. Now, oh. you got to understand how ridiculous that is because it was so bad in New York City that now they're down to 0.66. That's less than 1%. Wow. When you've got less than 1% of the population with COVID, you need to open those restaurants back up. Yeah. That, that makes no sense. Unless you want your economy to tank. And as we've talked about before, wanting an economy to tank is um, communistic at best. Hmm. I, I mean, because that's how you take over. Right. That's how you gain power. It's been proven through history. Read your history. Okay, he wants to create one million new small businesses. So he's going to give, try to give some incentives for small businesses. Oh, awesome. Great. Yeah, I mean, great. Um, we might be standing in line for that one. Yeah. Okay. You know, and, and one thing I want to add to that is... I think that, like we talked about a few weeks ago, with all these chains shutting down, maybe a lot of these mom and pa stores opening back up, and in these you know little strip malls and stuff, and and getting these small business loans and and uh, you know spreading the the wealth among the middle class. I'm all for that. These big chain stores sure don't know how to run a business because apparently. They couldn't last more than two months. Yeah, I mean, all the money they took in and how quickly they fell apart. Yeah. And the mom, mom and pop, pop operations certainly seem to have had more staying power. They, you know, they had more money, cash on hand, and, um, you know, that we could talk, uh, we could do a whole segment exactly, about that. Exactly. It was ridiculous and very good point. He wishes to cut taxes to boost take-home pay. He's already kind of began that with the payroll tax reduction. Right. Uh, although the employer's are a little afraid of it because they don't know how the um, election is going to turn out. He's really already started that. Enact free free trade deals that protect American jobs. He's really already done that. I mean, he's been doing that. He's working on a deal with China. That, China. So some of these things he's already said. <laughs> he's going to give Made in America tax credits. Oh, good. Expand opportunity zones, and he's going to continue his. Um, his agenda for deregulation, especially for energy independence, keeping the United States energy independent. Um, he wants to eradicate COVID-19, and he wants everything to return to normal by 2021. 
He wants everybody to have the supplies they need, a vaccine. And then after this is over, he promises to create a stockpile for future possible pandemics. You know, we're talking about PPE, right. and, and things that caused us a lot of trouble. He wants to end our reliance on China. Yeah, same thing kind of going on in Canada right now, too. Our, our, um, the Trudeau government has made a deal with 3M on creating more uh, equipment right here in Canada. So, yeah, we're on the same page there, no, it seems. loving China. What happened? Well, uh, I think as soon as Parliament gets back in, we may have a non-confidence vote and he, his ass may be tossed out. So uh, we're looking at pro- possibly a fall election as well. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So and some are saying that he may even call the election himself because he wants that majority government. Wow. So I don't know. Um, his, his, uh, I, I mentioned a few weeks ago about the We Charity scandal. The uh, yeah. finance minister, is, minister was the fall guy and stepped down, rightly so. That's his, I think, his second or third violation already on the ethics. Um, so, yeah, stuff's going on here, too. Oh, well, okay. Well, we're not going to give any of our federal contracts to China. Sounds like you guys might be doing the same thing. Yeah. Uh, among other things. Okay, healthcare. I'm going to go through these one by one because these are important to every person in the United States. He's going to tr- cut prescription drug prices. I'm going to tell you that when Trump took office, it cost about $6,000 a month for insulin. It's about down to 30 bucks. Good. That's the number we got yesterday. So he's already doing that. He's going to put patients and doctors back in charge of the healthcare system. Good. Going to quit having insurance companies and hospital conglomerations making those decisions. Lower health care insurance premiums, I for one would be very happy. In yeah. these surprise billings. And that's yeah. something that happens. It's happened to me. Um, oh, we've I, talked about that on, on yeah, length. Have. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Cover all pre existing conditions, protect Social Security and Medicare. Protect our veterans and provide world-class health care and services. Good. That's okay. a good one page. That is a very good. Um, for education, he wants to give every child a choice. Hmm. And he wants to make sure that all schools are teaching American exceptionalism. Good. That's going to get a lot of um, you know, pushback. Right. He's going to drain the swamp, pass congressional term limits. I don't know if he'll get that done, but he'll sure try. Yeah. End bureaucratic government bullying of U.S. citizens and small businesses. Ah, interesting. That's true. The IRS and others are used as weapons. When they don't like somebody, they don't like what you do, they they use them as weapons. And that's ridiculous. He's going to expose Washington's money trail and delegate powers back to people in states. Get rid of a lot of this federal control. Wow. Drain the globalist swamp. Hmm, there you go. American citizens. He's going to defend our police on every level. 
and end illegal immigration and protect American workers. Um, innovate for the future, he wants to launch the Space Force, which he really already has, and infrastructure. Okay. Um, yeah, you guys really need that. Yeah, America first foreign policy. But if you want to see this, you can go to DonaldJTrump.com. It's all laid out. It's one page. It's very easy. No, no guessing what it means. Uh, you do not have to be an attorney to read it. Good. No fluff um, or legal jargon. No fluff at all. You're right. So um, I tell you one thing we have seen recently is people are coming forward in support of Trump, voicing their opinion. We've had three people in this house doing various work over the last two weeks, and all three of them, they weren't here together, voiced their support for Trump, and believe me, we didn't. Right. We, don't have any, we didn't have anything around. Um, we're starting to see more signs, more bumper stickers. Um, people are getting afraid um, that he could lose and socialism could take over. So, you know. And the surprising thing about one of these people was the age. Oh, yeah, very This was a young man, 25-ish. Yeah. 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 Made maybe 27. Yeah, he made a really big deal about it. And made a big deal about how... He didn't believe in socialism. That was his big deal. Well, and at least two of them mentioned that they thought that, and, and this is not me talking, that Biden was somewhat of a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. That his, his touching young kids was too creepy. Yeah. Um, basically, basically seeing the same thing here in Canada. I, I'm yeah. seeing a lot more people uh, voice their support for Trump, although we can't vote. Although I should ask, if you're doing the mail-in voting, how many times can I vote from Canada? <laughs> oh, as many t as you can get them to your state to pick up. Well, you know. Yeah, as long as, um, I guess, you know, you could have it drop shipped and just mail it in. Uh, yeah. Just send it by Pony Express, that way they'll for sure get here. That's about how fast our mail works. Yeah, that's true. Okay. But stimulus or no stimulus? I am, um, you know, I mean, this was something that everybody agreed, supposedly Republicans and Democrats, we have to do it, we have to do it. People are hurting because of COVID. We need another stimulus. Well, when Nancy didn't get what she wanted in this $3 trillion deal, she took it off the table. So if she, you know, she called Congress back to give $25 billion to the post office, um, are they going to vote on it or not? And who will suffer? My guess is Nancy and Congress will suffer. If there is no stimulus by the election, or if the stimulus is so late that it comes in right about the election if people are actually getting it in their checking accounts or their mailboxes yeah i don't know how they can come out either way yeah i i don't see any benefit to nancy uh holding the the cards on that one at all no well she tried she, she tried the old bluff game and the card game she tried to bluff trying to yeah. make the Republicans panic and agree to something 
which was basically a bailout of all the states and the sanctuary cities that didn't run their um, states very efficiently. Where their before COVID. Yes, where their motto was spin, 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 no matter if I don't have it, have it, have it. All right. Which is kind of like they do now. And that's what's happened. This is all caught up with them. Now she's painted herself in a corner to where any kind of re reconciliation with the Republicans makes her look bad. And if she doesn't do something, it's going to make her look bad. So now I don't know what she's going to do. But hurt the American people, the middle class, just like they always do. But they say they're for it, but actions speak louder than words. And I think that they will be held accountable in November. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, and, you know, people are not stupid. They know when, they know when the game is fair, okay? And last week during the Democratic National Convention... Um, MSNBC, NBC, CNN, and you know all their subsidiaries did not fact check the speeches and you know what was going on at the convention. Guess what? This week <laughs> with the Republicans, they're fact checking, and I don't even know where they're getting their, their yeah. fact checkers. But their fact checkers are definitely not independents. <laughs> yeah, well, we see the same thing here for sure. We yeah. see the same thing. <clears throat> but there's always idiots, no matter what group you're in, you know? I mean, there are those that are, you know, they're just not going to play along. Right. For whatever reason, and it's usually because they're selfish, self-centered, or they have some agenda that they haven't been able to sell. Exactly. Uh, Lincoln Project, um, which was started by George Conway and his hate for President Trump because his wife, Kellyanne Conway, worked for Trump. Right. You know, they have had a very public, marital dispute about politics, you know, uh, ridiculous. But these, um, the group is getting larger and... Um, is filled with um, Republican has-beens that have decided they're for Biden and socialism. <laughs> um, okay. One of them is Jeff Flake. One is Michael Steele, the former RNC chair. Um, you know, it's ridiculous. Okay, you don't have to be for Trump, but to be for Joe Biden and the socialist agenda that he is being pushed towards that's ridiculous, and I don't know how any Republican can um, keep a straight face and be a part of that group. Yeah, um, I, I I don't get why the Republican Party don't doesn't give them the boot. Because that's what would happen here in Canada. Exactly, and if we were arranged a little bit more like you, I assure you they would be booted. But... George Conway, who started the group and still agrees with the group, is going to step aside as his wife, uh, counsel to the president, Kellyanne Conway, because this marital disarray in public and, you know, this verbal back and forth has, I guess, pretty much destroyed their family. And one of their kids has had a really hard time with that. 
Um, so they're both stepping away from politics for a while, and apparently their daughter, Claudia, who's 15 years old, had been exposing a lot on TikTok. She was supposed to go off at of TikTok, but as her parents both gave speeches about giving up their various affiliations or um, political work, um, she said, see what I did? So she made another video after she was not supposed to. Oh my. Uh, and apparently at the end of this, she said that she will be off of the air for a while uh, getting mental health help. Good for her. So, yeah, it's, it's good for her. It is sad that her parents did this public thing. They have five young kids. She's right. probably the oldest. Right. And She's, that was not a good thing for them to do for their children. Right. I yeah. don't care which side they're on. Uh, both of them, they, they should have called this shot a long time ago. Yeah, I agree. And I'm not a perfect parent, but let me tell you. Uh, you, you kind of got to stop and smell the roses and be aware of what's going on. Well, not the, no kind of arguing should be in public. Right, between spouses and families. Here's another one, and there's a moral to this story. Derry Falwell Jr. has had to step aside at Liberty University. Whoa. Some years ago, his wife had an affair with a pool guy. Okay, I mean, we can all agree that was bad enough. Right. Okay. Apparently, the fear was over. Apparently, they decided to stay married. I mean, that's their business, right? Right. But the guy blackmailed them. Oh. And for years, they have fed into this blackmail thing. Until one day, you can't handle it anymore. And I, apparently, both of them had these depressive meltdowns. Wow. You know, because... The depression became uh, began to consume them. Right. I mean, right. so um, you know, the moral of the story is: first of all, don't have the affair. But if you do, and someone tries to blackmail you, just come forward. You're going to have to anyway, because you will you will not be able to take the, either the mental pressure. And once they ask money and you give it, or whatever you give them, it doesn't even have to be money. Once you do it, they're going to come back for more and more and more. Exactly. It, it's never over. This that apparently went on for years. It, it started to disrupt some very good things that Jerry Falwell and his wife does. For example, a hostel house in Miami This that they had for children. Um, it, it has destroyed that project that it has hurt Liberty University. Um, not not to mention each of the people involved. Wow. Yeah. It's a sad deal. Um, it's just a real shame that, you know, they gave in to the blackmail. Like Grace said, you know, first of all, it's a shame that it happened, but it did happen. That's bad enough. Apparently they had worked it out, but giving in to a blackmail artist they're just going to want more and more and they're just going to try to suck you dry and just yeah. suck all the life out of you and now look where it's led to where now it's going to be hard to resurrect anything the, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah and and that's an empire has father belt you know whether you like it or not i mean this is a 
a, a tradition, a long-term tradition for many Christian people, uh, particularly also the Falwell family. So just don't give in to blackmail. It happens all the time. Um, not all the blackmail does it make the headlines because most of the people blackmailed aren't headline worthy. Right. But it, it, it can destroy your life. Having said that, Mark and Patricia McCloskey of St. Louis, Missouri, which is not very far from us here, says they say that riots and violence will come to your neighborhood. Yeah, well, it did to theirs. It sure did. In St. Louis, will you be able to defend your family in your home? I mean, they came and took their guns away from threatened to have them arrested. These right. are two attorneys. Oh, I didn't know that. Wife, our attorneys, and um, wow. they had to call in the feds to um, maintain their Second Amendment rights because the um, DA in St. Louis was taking away their rights to defend themselves in their home. Wow! And it's all on video. I mean, it's not like they shot anybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, so my my. I, I do worry about that. I do worry. Are we going to continue to be able to defend our family and our homes? And you've got to think of that when you vote in November. The Second Amendment right, I don't care whether you're a Democrat or Republican. You love your family. You love your home. You want to defend it. Right. Um, you got to think about maintaining those rights because the bad guys are always going to get the guns. The Maltel cocktails. Um, whatever they're going to have the the stuff that will hurt you. Right. There was reported last night that they went through some neighborhoods in Portland too. Oh, yeah. no doubt that. So they're taking it out of the town square or the business districts and taking it to the residential areas. Wow, kind of makes you want to move to Canada. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. How much room you got? We got lots of space out here. Yeah, lots. you do. You do. Yeah. Do we have to go to the prairie where it's cold? No. Come out here where it's like Hawaii. Awesome. There's where we need Oh, well. Here's a blast from the past. We have not talked about Kim Jong-un in a while. No, we, we haven't. We talked about Kim Jong-un and North Korea. Right. Well... The question is, is Kim Yo-jong meaner than her brother, Kim Jong-un? And you go, why the hell do I care? Because they say that Kim Jong-un might be, have, be in a coma and might have been in a coma for some months. And that Kim Yo-jong has been prepped to take over and she might be more scary. She looks scary. <laughs> she does look scary. Or he just looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy. But she looks yeah. scary. Yeah, I don't know. it's rumored that she's a brutal. Yeah, it's that resting yeah. bitch face, I think, that does it for yeah, her. Yeah, she's definitely got the RBF. Yeah, she does. <laughs> so, and uh, so did the three generals that kind of ruin, that rule the roost. Oh, yeah. And because she's a woman, they're going to demand she be more brutal. Yeah, well, and, and I don't think she has a problem with that because she's already been responsible for bombings in South Korea, so... You're, yeah. you're exactly right. Yeah. And, um, she had she's the one that had everybody's pets picked up for food the other day, too. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's just... That brings new meaning to walking your dog. 
Yeah, that's yeah. really scary and sad. Okay, in res response to COVID, the Queen moves out of Buckingham Palace and into um, her Windsor Castle. Bless her heart, she's going to move to a different castle. Um, this will be her base <laughs> until COVID is over. Okay, rough life. We all needed to know that. Yeah. God save the Queen. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, it's a good thing she has more than one castle. Well, you know, that way they could, you know, they could go in and clean one, and she can move to another one, yeah, yeah. and then another one. They can and disinfect it. I think at Buckingham, I guess they had too much staff, and that could um, bring about um, a COVID exposure. Okay. You know, I'll just take my little, my little imperfect compound and try yeah. to stay... Stay safe. Well, maybe it's all of our listeners stay safe. Maybe yeah. it's time she uh, moved on and retired. Yeah, yeah, I keep wondering. She's not going to retire there. She's gonna, she's gonna keep her till she dies. I agree with you there. Yep, but we don't always agree. But life's a journey. We're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our listeners. Godspeed Thanks. you too, and everybody. Thanks for listening. You bet. See you guys soon. Bye now.